Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to this week's episode of Mum and Mama, brought to you as always by the wonderful Golding Accountancy, wearegolding.com, and also the amazing Buddy Peace, who is the best, nicest person in the whole wide world. He produces podcasts, and this week he's done this one for me because about five months ago I was doing a Zoom gym class and I managed to knock my glass of water over. And some of it went onto my computer. And even though it was fine, like I dried it out for a couple of days and left it off and then I turned it on and it was fine. It's been corroding. So on Friday, it won't turn on. And I took it into the Apple store and they had to keep it in to have a look at it. And they phoned me the next day and basically told me that it had been corroding and it was going to cost nearly £800 to fix. So... um, Luckily, I've got content insurance and it's being sorted out and I'm basically just going to get a new computer. But at the moment, I don't really have the tools to be able to do the podcast. I have kind of can do it a bit, but not to the extent that I would normally would. So, Buddy, because he's the nicest guy in the world, he's done it for me. So, thank you, Buddy. Love you. And it... <laughs> I was going to tell him that it was, um, I was talking to two girls that used to work in a sex shop and we talk about porn and all that stuff, but I thought that'd be a nice surprise for him when he was editing it. But that's what this week's episode is. I was joined by the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful girls from the Two Girls One Shop podcast. Nina and Charlie, their names are not just the two girls, they're called Nina and Charlie. And, um, Stu Whiffin does a podcast with them because Stu Whiffin does every podcast. And I listened to a couple and I was just absolutely crying. And I thought, I've got to get them on to talk um, to me. And they did come on and it was, well, you'll hear it. But season three of their podcast is coming out now. So that's why I'm putting this out. I know last week I said I was going to do Gail Porter, but I'm not doing Gail Porter. I'm doing this one because their podcast is coming out now. Gail Porter will um, come out next week. So I hope you enjoy it. There are some very um, frank discussions about sex. So if your kids are around, maybe uh, warn them. So yes, I hope you enjoy it and I'll see you in a bit. Work. He's got his fingers in so many holes. <laughs> <laughs> well, today I'm really excited because I'm joined by the wonderful Charlie and Nina from the Two Girls One Shop podcast. 
Hi. 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 <laughs> Thanks for having us. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Um, so I want to I want to ask you everything because I don't know anything in general. So you do this podcast with Stu Whiffin, don't you? How did he come across you? <laughs> this is a funny story. <laughs> um, because well, a regular customer in your shop. <laughs> yeah, he's the so, main character. Yeah. So you work in a sex shop or you worked in a sex shop. Is it still going? It, it isn't now. It's um it closed because of COVID. So right. um it's permanently shut now. Oh really? Um, but but we did have a couple of last hurrahs after the first lockdown of absolute characters coming in the shop. So they <laughs> So we can get another couple of seasons out of it now. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, sa- sadly, it's gone. gone Where the was the shop? Uh, South End. In South End, right. Yeah. So how long has she been coming in there then for you to do <laughs> a relationship? <laughs> well, we actually met Stu at Pink Toothbrush. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, well, as much as I would love to say that Stu <laughs> was like a repeat offender, uh, uh, yeah, we 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 met him in different circumstances where we were being the harassers and uh, not him. <laughs> so, how did the idea of the podcast come around? Well, well Stu wants to make a podcast of everyone. Yeah. He yeah. wants to make a podcast about bread with some guy he met in a queue in Asda. <laughs> I think that's starting next week. Um, so did he, how, so you've got talking to him, obviously, and I bet he was very interested in what you do. So then I guess he was like, you should do yeah. a podcast. Yeah, he was, he did say that it would make a really, really good podcast. And he was on at us for quite a while before we actually sat down and made it. It was yeah. like a couple of years, wasn't it? Before we were like, oh, really? yeah, all right then, fine. We'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Because <laughs> we'd, yeah. we'd never listened to a podcast ever. And and even when we had started recording for the first season, and um, we had still never listened to a podcast. So we didn't know what he was going on about. We were like, oh, yeah. this, this guy has got some like, little thing going on where it records <laughs> people talking about stuff. Um, we ummed and ahed, and literally up until the very last minute, we were going to not do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we thought, do you know what? Let's do it. We've got nothing else going on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, how you... I was absolutely terrified. I was terrified. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm not going to be able to speak in front of, like, people on Did a microphone. Did you do it in person when you started? Yeah, always yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we actually recorded it at the brush during the day, um, on just like a few like recording equipments, and then yeah, then this COVID thing all happened, yeah. and this actually is a lot more of a convenient solution to it anyway. Yeah. Weirdly, we're like forced yeah. into this, and it's actually so much easier to yeah. just do it on Zoom anyway. Yeah, and it is. It's more like because we. When we started this podcast, it literally, the first episode came out, I think, the second weekend of the lockdown. But we've, it's actually let us talk to people all, all over the world. Well, I say all over the world. There's been a couple in America. <laughs> <It's not that. laughs> but like, 
like you wouldn't have thought previous to that i wouldn't have thought about talking to people that weren't accessible to get to do you know what i mean because you just you do it in person don't you yeah. but actually this has opened up a whole world of it's just as long as you've got good internet so it is actually quite a good thing you know <laughs> yeah well we don't have great internet yeah. and so she like gets on that <laughs> all the time he's like and, and like we want slow speed she like <laughs> this isn't our fault <laughs> yeah can you can you not just switch it off and switch it back on again yeah fuck's sake Stu, what do you think we've done <laughs> yeah that's our first quarter call Stu. <laughs> so how do you know each other did you meet working in the shop or did you know was it your shop or did you work there for someone else uh, we worked there for someone else and we, yeah, we met, we met there originally. Um, but, uh, I was on maternity leave and I came back and Nina was employed and everyone that I worked with was like, Oh my God. Yeah. We've got Nina now. She's really great. She's really lovely. you really love her. And I'm like, fucking don't think so, mate. Don't tell me who I'm fucking like. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I walked in there immediately like, Oh, you're fucking Nina, are you? Heard some things about you. <laughs> we didn't we didn't like each other at all yeah it's yeah it's really weird and then at the time I was caring for my nan who's like just getting older um and iller and then when she died I found myself in a situation where I wasn't able to stay in her home because it had to be sold I didn't have any other family around the area I didn't have any friends because I'd put all of my time into um, caring for my nan yeah and so I had nowhere else to go I literally had no, like I had nowhere to live at all yeah. no prospects no nothing and someone had said to Charlie oh god isn't it bad like Nina's now homeless <laughs> and um she took it upon herself taking a waif and stray didn't you oh, yeah. oh that's <laughs> me. I know I was just like oh for fuck's sake you can save me then <laughs> Have you had the street? Like I did it through gritted teeth. Like I didn't want it at all. But you just can't see people out of the street, even if yeah. you don't know. Yeah. So I was like, it's one of those situations in. where you hope that they're going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hopefully someone else will offer. But you know, if That's as a last resort, you can stay with me. Yeah. Um. it worked out for the best in the end. Oh, yeah. so how long did so, you live together? Or do you oh, still live together? You're just in different rooms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we live in um, each wing of the mansion. That we, own. <laughs> uh, we don't live together anymore, but during the first lockdown, because we both have children, um, yeah. it was actually easier to team up so that we could like go shopping because we didn't have we don't yeah. have anyone else to. Yeah. Are you single? Shop for us. Parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was just it made sense that I oh, would yeah. go and stay stay back there. And I mean, thank God because we thought it was going to be like a a five minute thing. Yeah. This whole pandemic. I was going, yeah. don't worry about it. Blow over in your week. But yeah, and then when it got to the point where they weren't letting you in supermarkets with children and things like yeah, that, yeah, and you couldn't book a, a delivery slot or anything like yeah. that. So yeah. We, we were both in the same situation and then we combined our super mother powers and uh, were able to like smash it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, because the looks, so, I've, looks I used to get off people when I was taking my two with me, but it's like, I'm not going to, I can't leave my home. 
it's like you might be queuing outside to get in for an hour then you know it's like you've just got no idea how long you're going to be gone for do you so yeah, yeah was, um, no that's a good idea oh and thank god you yeah, do exactly. yeah so how long have you been have you always been single parents or how old are your children my daughter's three hundred okay <laughs> yeah she's three and um i separated from her dad oh god she just turned two at the time she'll be four this year so uh it was 2019 so two, coming up two years ago so it was like quite a new thing like a, a breakup and yeah. single parenting and then the pandemic yeah. and it was just like oh my god <laughs> but are you glad that you weren't still together during the pandemic we wouldn't have survived it. Yeah. We wouldn't <laughs> have would we just survived it. Well, he yeah. would not have survived. Yeah, for his own well-being, <laughs> it was best that it happened like that. Yeah. I think it's a, like that for a lot of people, though. I think, you know, if, if you can't weather the, those things, you are not going to weather the pandemic. Yeah. So, yeah, we wouldn't have survived it at all. Um, I had a message um, from someone at the start of it all saying... I really, I was thinking about kind of leaving my husband before, but then obviously the pandemics and now I've kind of made my mind up that I was going to go and now we're stuck together like indefinitely. And I was just like, fuck that. I'm so glad (laughs) I'm on my own and I'm not in a relationship that I don't want to be in because I think I'd rather struggle with dealing with it on my own than have to deal with being unhappy and with someone that annoyed the shit out of me or... You know, and obviously all the people yeah. with the domestic violence shit. And it's like, I'd, yeah, I did count myself lucky that I wasn't in that kind of situation. But yeah. It's, yeah, uh... definitely. <laughs> I, did, I didn't struggle with it at all. Like at all. But had yeah. I been with somebody, I reckon that I would have struggled. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I was yeah, in a yeah. relationship with someone, I think it would have been a struggle. But for me, it was How it was many easier, children do I, you have? Uh, I've got two. So one's 13 and one's 10. Oh, wow. You don't know. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I was waiting for someone to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's easy. it is easier when they're older, isn't it, anyway? Because you can't, you know, yeah. you can kind of get on with it a bit more. So how did you both end up working in a sex shop? <laughs> is it something that you always wanted to do? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's <laughs> a dream come true. <laughs> No, I was working in a clothing shop and this like job come up around the corner and I fucking hated where I worked and and I just wanted to get out of there so just took the job yeah just went in there and took the job yeah so yeah I did it uh, I had uh sort of recently come back from a uh little jaunt in Ionapa where I was working in a, a metal bar and I found myself like back home, miserable, jobless. And I thought, I've got to do something. And I actually worked very briefly in an, another sex shop. But yeah. I, it was a little bit too real for me. Uh, but like the people that we talk about in the podcast are, some of them are funny, some of them are dangerous. Um, but generally, you know, they're just a strange group of people that frequent the place. Uh, yeah. But in this other place, it was like sinister. And I just thought, I don't think this is really for me at all. And yeah. then there just happened to be like a position open up in this other sex shop that was more mainstream. And I just thought, yeah. oh, well, I'll just go there. And um, I literally went back every day at, uh, and said, have you decided who's got the job yet? Until they <laughs> said, will you stop, stop asking? <laughs> And that was that. Um, and that was in a different place. That was in a different town. So that was in Chelmsford. Um, okay. And then when my uh, nan was on her way out, um, I came, I transferred over to the, the South End store. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, it worked, out, it worked out pretty well for us. So, we so how long did you work there for together? Uh, 15 years. Yeah. How long? 15 years. 15 years yeah. oh wow <laughs> yeah yeah I think that's what br- brings us even closer because like every sort of like monumental thing that um we've that has happened to us in those 15 years is like we've shared it all so we've seen all the yeah. the the ups the downs the hard things you know we've been rich we've been poor We've been happy, we've been unhappy, we've had children. <laughs> when you know. were we rich? When were we fucking rich? I don't remember that. <laughs> I was secretly rich. Uh, I just didn't want to tell anyone. <laughs> Look, we've been happiness rich since the day we met. Oh. <laughs> wow, so did you have people that came in, like, from the, for the whole 15 years? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what stuff did you the... sell there? Like, because you said it wasn't too obviously, you know. Yeah, well, literally, like the usual. So anything from like lingerie to giant dicks. <laughs> uh, you know that. That. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, but um... do you sell films, or has that kind of stopped since the internet? Or do people still buy? Oh, yeah. That stopped, yeah. That stopped, as soon yeah. as like people realise that you can, you don't have to pay for porn anymore. Yeah, um, yeah. Media 
just completely just went. We when I first started, we even sold magazines. Do you remember porn magazines? Don't they exist anymore? <laughs> well, so of course they don't. I don't do know. They? I don't know if they exist. I haven't seen them, but we stopped selling yeah. them years ago. Yeah. Wow. We we went and had to have a little look recently. So we were like perusing in a, a supermarket and thought we'll just have a look at like what's what's out there. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I mean, you're not going to find like your regular jazz bag in Tesco's. But it wasn't even like <laughs> lads mags that have like lads mags have gone out of fashion. Like yeah, it's not cool yeah. anymore. So yeah, I mean it's really it's really weird that there's nothing like that. But I suppose you save yourself the absolute embarrassment of just being like buying like big junk monthly yeah. when you can just like <laughs> type it in in the privacy of your own yeah. home. Yeah. Did that have a massive impact on the store? Because you must have made quite you must have lost quite a lot of money, no? Not all. Not really, no, because um, shortly after that all started to go, Fifty Shades of Grey came out and then suddenly bondage just yeah. went through the absolute roof and all anybody wanted were like those fucking jiggle ball things and <laughs> um, like leg spreaders and like whips and just all of that type thing. And we made wow. so much money on that. Yeah. So much. yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. So tell me about some of your regulars then. Have you got any that like, <laughs> I'm assuming not everyone was weird. <laughs> Why would you assume that? You must have had some <laughs> nice people. <laughs> we, did, we did actually. We, um, we had this like old Jewish woman that, um, that's been coming in from the beginning. Um, her name's uh, Diana. And she's lovely. She'll just come in for a chat. She never really bought anything. She just kind of like had a little look at like the nicer underwear. Um, but she always came in for a little chat and she'd bring us chocolates at Christmas. And Aww. she was, yeah, so we did have some nice people actually. We don't talk about it that much on the podcast, but there's <laughs> nice. loads of like really nice people that we met through the shop as well. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make for great listening when we're like, oh, they were really nice to us and just yeah. <laughs> mentoring sweet. Did you get many people who were horrible, like aggressive towards you? Yeah, there's been a few. Yeah, they stick in your mind, like the like the violent episodes that we've had. That, that it's quite that's more frightening. Like all the other yeah. stuff you can deal with, but yeah. Um, I have had a few like violent situations where I've had to like press the. We've got like an alert button. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why were they so yeah. angry? Is it just because they're really angry and they're taking it out on you? Yeah, it's normally they're normally like high. Yeah. On something so they're coming and they're all okay. erratic anyway, yeah. and they're just like slap. I had this one guy. That wanted a refund on something and he didn't have his receipt and I was just like I remember serving him so I'll give him his refund yeah but it was on a Sunday morning first thing we didn't have any cash in the till and he paid yeah. cash and he wanted a cash refund and I'm like it was taking longer than what he was expecting and he just lost his shit he absolutely lost his shit he was like punching the, the till he was like throwing like bras around the shop but he was just like I want it now and I was with one other God. girl who just started and she was 18. And Aww. I thought, I can't leave her out here because I had to go yeah. to the safe to get some cash. Yeah. And I couldn't leave her. So I had to get her to go into the safe 
and get cash out which is like something that managers shouldn't be doing to someone that's just yeah. started but I just thought I, it, I can't leave her out here with this guy yeah um so he left because I just wanted him to leave yeah, and I yeah, thought yeah. if I call the police now then he's gonna lose it lose yeah. it yeah um yeah. he was he'd already lost it but um yeah so I waited for him to leave and I was just like please just in case he went into another <laughs> shop or something. Yeah, um, yeah. That was quite, that was quite frightening, actually. Yeah. Um, did you have any funny regulars? Yeah, most um, of them are, are funny, I think. <laughs> like, uh, but funny in like, they don't necessarily do anything that's funny, but some people, you know, they just have like a really funny sort of like way about them. And yeah. like, people just make you laugh by just doing nothing. And there was this like, um, one particular guy, and I remember him with such a fondness because he was such a character. Um, uh, he's known as the dildo girl in box guy. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> he was a barrister <laughs> and he had just come from court and he sort of like strolls into the shop and he's like, he's happy as anything like like you know when people like are infectiously happy yeah and so straight away he's like morning ladies and you're like yeah this is good this is a not we're having a nice time yeah and then he t he told us about this like elaborate plan to surprise um the mother of a, a bride who was marrying a friend of his. so he didn't know the mother of the bride he didn't really know the bride uh, but he did know the groom and he was like I've had an idea so we're invested already because as soon as you've got <laughs> our idea we want to know um, and he's like what I'm gonna do is on the day of the wedding I am going to put a an inflatable woman in a box with a strap on on it and then send it to the door and then when the, the mother of the bride opens the box, the doll will inflate, revealing this blow up doll with a huge strap on on it. <laughs> we're like, oh my oh, god, that's oh a really god. good point. <laughs> what was his aim? Why did she think this? Why did she want to do this? That he had he'd been in court that day and he was then going back to work to defend people. Can you imagine having that man on your defence? <laughs> like, you'd be like, oh, no, <laughs> this ain't going to work. Oh, did um, you sell it to him? Did we sell it? What, the, yeah. yeah, the, yeah, the So he bought it. Yeah. So as far as you know, this actually happened? Well, he, he ripped down uh, the word dildo girl in box <laughs> on a little uh, piece of paper, which he kept. And said, like, look out for this on YouTube. And we have since looked, but unfortunately, Aww. no girl in box, I know. Wow. Could yeah. you imagine if he actually did go through with it? Like, I wonder if anyone ever spoke to him again. Could you imagine being that groom? I mean, he was... <laughs> and it was your mate. Wasn't he? <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. You just don't know what goes through people's heads. Well, we do, sadly. That's, well, the, that's the trauma. Do they like <laughs> telling you what they want? Oh, yeah. Yeah. God, it's like opening a can of worms. Like, sometimes people be like, oh, no, I don't need any help. And then the moment you're like, oh, that's 
that's a good one or something like that that's it the the can of worms is open and it just comes flooding out all of this just stuff about their lives yeah. and their sex lives and their partner and their ex-partner and and it's like oh god like I'd ask so if you was all right you must yeah. be kind of a bit like counsellors as well I guess oh, yeah. I suppose working in that job it is it's stuff that people don't really talk about is it so if they find someone that they can actually talk <laughs> to they must just go go yes, for it it is it is like that it is it's floodgate definitely yeah. god well, did you... people don't realize like you don't think about it that often but not a lot of people have other people that they can go oh I'm, i've tried something really fucking weird last night or i've seen something <laughs> that i'm going to give a go but because we're in that environment people feel like they can just say anything yeah yeah they do just say anything <laughs> Did you, were you ever shocked or did you kind of hear a lot of the same stuff? Well, you'd get the occasional person that would come in that would say something and you'd be like, Jesus Christ, I thought I'd heard everything. <laughs> um, it was, quite, it was very rare, but we'd ha- we had someone come in once that asked us for hoo I don't know what that is. No, well, we didn't, but we were like, no, we don't sell it, pretending that we knew what it was. So once they <laughs> left, we Googled it, and it's a human meat substitute. So it's like some sort of, like, jerky type thing that's supposed to taste like human flesh. Yeah. And he'd been oh, sent down God. by his girlfriend to buy it, and we were like, oh, my fucking God, get out of there, you're going to be eating. What if he can't? What if he can't find the flesh substitute? <laughs> She's going to eat him. Oh my god! That's really <laughs> fucked up. I know. Yeah. And this was like this was like n- like nine thirty Monday morning, <laughs> and you're like, Can you let me have a coffee first. <laughs> oh my god! I know. Oh, that's why yeah, I'm sick. Um, yeah. <laughs> did you get well, the clientele what, was it more male or female was it a complete like mixture? it was it was more female I'd say but we do yeah. we did get quite a few men actually I think more than what people expect I would say it's about 70 30 for women okay. so um it's a lot more men than what people like a, a man will come in and think that he's the only man that has ever walked into a sex shop so he's all like, oh, God, yeah, but it's weird for you guys that we, that I'm in here. And it's like, no, you're like the 20th man to walk through the door today. <laughs> Shut yeah. up, you're not special. And they were worse, and they were like going, like trying to embarrass you, like with these like meek little women oh, who have yeah, never yeah. been confronted by a man <laughs> saying the word vagina. And you're like, oh, God, five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> did you get asked out a lot yeah i've never been asked out I really? never, you, must never have. you must have been never been asked out yeah. in shop never have you not no, well I, I mean you are notorious for seeing someone hot and freezing and then can't say anything so i mean that is... <laughs> yeah i'll just i'm i'm terrible if i see someone even that i fancy i'll just collapse to the floor and hide <laughs> Um, and then anyone else, I just I just look at them like they're an absolute piece of shit. <laughs> if they talk to me, I've got this face of don't 
fucking talk to me about anything <laughs> other than dildos if it's not interested. Yeah. And I've got a face of someone who anyone feels comfortable asking out. Like, I wouldn't mind. I mean, a lot of them would say, oh, do you want to go on a date? Or here's my number, whatever. Um, but I've never been asked for so many threesomes in my life. Like, it was literally on the daily that people were like, oh, thanks for all your help. By the way, we're staying in a hotel on the seafront. So when you finish work, do you want to? Like, no. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> I don't want to see any more penises today. <laughs> Thank you. I've cleaned up enough semen <laughs> for one Saturday. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my god! So, what about <laughs> when you date? How do people react to your job? Is it do a lot of men find it exciting? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's quite a good test actually when you tell someone to see how they react. Um, yeah. But I've had all sorts of different reactions. Like some people are just like, "Oh, okay. Oh, that's quite cool." And then they'll they'll say, "Oh, I bet you know some funny stories." That's the usual yeah, that you get yeah. from people. Um, but you do get the ones that just get overexcited, <laughs> like <laughs> like they they're going out with some sort of sex addict. So they're like, "Oh my god, what you work you work in a sex shop? Oh, fucking brilliant! Oh, have you ever done anal? Oh, have you ever <laughs> have you ever like fucking shoved a dildo up your ass?" And, and they just it's just all of that kind of type questions you just think goodbye yeah so it's quite a good little um yeah and we're like the test. most vanilla people in the world <laughs> so they just think I they're going out that. with some like absolute kinkster and we're like look you've got 10 minutes <laughs> that's it then don't talk to me after that but yeah they they behave really strangely and like very recently and um, before I was banned from tinder um you've been banned from tinder was, yeah, for life as well. Why? No appeal. Uh, sending unsolicited vagina pics to men that were just looking for love. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, because I, I told people that I had a podcast and I'm a woman who was talking about a podcast. Um, that happened to be about a sex shop. And I mean, there are there are men on there whose profile pictures of like them holding their arsehole open. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then the minute a woman is like, sex shop, yeah. get her out of here. Can't but do you that. think that's because they thought you were advertising? Well, I just More put it in my bio. Yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, you know, there's, a wor- there's worse things going on on Tinder. Oh, God, yeah. Saying I've got a podcast, why don't you have a look? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I feel like I was unfairly uh, removed from Tinder. Yeah. No, I but, hear that. Tinder's uh, a bit shit, though. Well, I mean, it's done me a favour, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but still, I just think, like, come on, Tinder, have a word. Um, but there was a guy uh, recently that I was like, oh, he looks all right. And um, then as soon as he heard, hears the word sex shop, he's like, Oh, I bet you've got this. I bet you've got all the toys, haven't you? I bet you've got loads of this underwear. I bet you love sex. I bet you're into this. I bet you're into that. And I was like, what are you doing? He was like, oh, I'm a boiler engineer. And I was like, oh, I bet you fucking wank over boilers, don't you? You filthy fucking prick. You get home and stick your dick in a fucking 
Val. <laughs> like, <laughs> bet you like that, don't you? You just think. <laughs> what? And then he was so in, incensed by <laughs> me going, I bet you have sex with combi boilers 24-7. That he then was like, if you're going to be like that, just leave it. You just think, no, you just leave it. Oh, my God. But do you, I've, well, in my experience of the whole fucking online dating thing, boys just want to talk dirty to you. They want to send you pictures of their dicks or you to send pictures to them and they just want to say filthy things to you. And that's pretty much yeah. all it is, is like free sex line chat. Yeah, yeah. So well, I'd imagine I once they so find many out what outlets you do, for that. I know, I know. And, and that's what I'm, like with the whole photo thing, I'm like, you can go online and look at as many fucking pictures of you want. Why do you want me <laughs> to send you of anyone? Like, do you, what do you think I lay around my house all day in sexy lingerie? Like, I'm serious. I'm in my pyjamas most of the time, and they're not sexy pyjamas. <laughs> do you, or am I going to go and get changed? To, like, it's just the whole, oh, infuriating. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. It's annoying, isn't it? It's like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just about to jump in the shower. Send me a picture. How fucking how much effort it takes <laughs> like set up like rig your phone so that it doesn't fall over every time and like you know get the best light in. It's fucking yeah. hassle. It's not like that that you get a, what I do is I build a catalogue of every time that I looked hot naked and then I just go <laughs> and have that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's what you get. You get one from the back catalogue. I've I've had before, I've already seen that one. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well yeah, that's the thing you have to remember <laughs> who you sent it to so I'll be grateful you fucking get <laughs> shut up <laughs> have you found it disheartening seeing the inside of people's souls <laughs> oh, you were gonna say our souls <laughs> and that <laughs> <laughs> has it made you are you both still single now or are you in relationships? We're both single still. It's a better life. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I, I, no, I completely agree. <laughs> I can't give up what I've worked for. But <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I just think they're all fucking shit. <laughs> like, I can't, yeah. like, just basic stuff that they just want, like, praise for. Like, oh, I've washed up. And you think, <laughs> fucking well done. You cleaned yeah. up after yourself. I can't bear that. I just, I'd, yeah. I'm, I'd be a terrible girlfriend to somebody because mm. I just can't look up. I'm not looking after a man ever again in my whole fucking yeah. life. I would yeah. never wash another man's underpants ever again as long as I fucking live. <laughs> and they all just want to be mothered, don't they? And I just can't do it. I just can't do yeah. it. I know there are good ones out there. But I've Do you know any? Have you got a list? <laughs> Where I've are they? Got the names. <laughs> I have friends, male friends who I think, well, I don't know what they're like as boyfriends, but they are good people. But I've I've never been in a relationship, I don't think, with one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, don't talk about a list you don't have. Yeah, right? no, I have <laughs> We've all got boy mates that we think are great, but you yeah. know, like, my boy mates, I would 
I, I don't wish them on their own girlfriends, so I would never take one on <laughs> because I know. But like, that is also what I like about them, and I like that they are very um, uncomplicated characters who are a bit of a dick. But that's what I yeah. like. That's what I look for in a friend. And that's why Charlie and I um, get on so well. <laughs> so do you still, But so are you not looking at all? Are you dating at all? Well, when no one is at the moment, are they? But are you kind of, because what about sex? Do you miss sex? Or are you still getting, are you just hooking up? I go on one date a year. Yep, just to get people off my back about <laughs> how there are nice ones out there. So I'll go and have a look, go on a date yeah. with one that's a piece of shit and be like, done for the year. Yeah. Um, I don't miss sex that much now. Like, the, the longer it goes on yeah, without having sex, the easier it's getting. And I just, I just don't want someone touching my body ever again that doesn't respect me. That's yeah. my bottom line of it. So I just think you will fucking respect and worship this amazing human being or you do not touch me. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I, I, it's quite difficult for me <laughs> when I've got that mentality. I've, I've never been into porn. Like, that's never been my thing. But it's been brought to my attention more recently. But I have a real issue with it because I feel like it's everyone's really angry at the girl that's how I feel like it doesn't every anything that I've seen I'm just like I don't think she's enjoying that <laughs> and it's like they're all trying to punish her for something that I don't know if she's done Do you know, like I just don't really feel like and my experience in hooking up with guys I think a lot of the time I feel like they're trying to punish me <laughs> for something that I haven't done and I'm like I'm not really down with this like this isn't a nice I don't know. I just, I, yeah. Do men just hate all women? <laughs> I don't know. It's very, it's, it's very weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I totally know what you mean. It's never like, it always seems like it's non-consensual, even though you're seeing something that people are in a controlled environment where they will have consented to, yep to filming and you know undergone all the tests and what have you and um, but it does always feel very forced and it never looks like the, w- the woman is having a good time but yeah. I don't know whether that's uh we know as women when we're having a good time when we're not having a good time and we know for a fact that these women yeah. are faking it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> having a good time doesn't look like that so yes. yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's just and we, one of so a close on. friend of mine actually, and I want her to come onto the podcast, but I don't know if she <laughs> if she's going to talk about what I wanted to talk about. But she used to work in the porn industry. She used to work. One of her friends had a company. This is in Amsterdam, and they were a distributor, but they were like the biggest distributor in Europe. So she was kind of like in the office side. She wasn't involved in like the filming or starring in it, but she's seen the very dark, you know world and I'd, I would love to have her to come on and talk about it but I do think it's it's not like a nice <laughs> loving <laughs> you it's know horrible. but it's like people I suppose people don't want to see that but then that's a bit well that's a bit fucked up then isn't it because 
it shouldn't it be a nice experience for yeah. everyone involved <laughs> yeah it's i i've seen a live sex show in amsterdam and i just thought oh let's look at it for the lulls kind of thing and like yeah. you know you go to amsterdam you've got to do that and i, I went in and had this like curtain around me and it just chilled me to the bone i was just like this is fucking horrible this is actually horrible i cannot believe that men stand in these booths wanking over this is over this like a girl that's just i don't know it's so weird isn't it it does always look like they're being forced to do it yeah yeah like it's not a thing they're not doing it for their own pleasure they're doing it yeah. for the pleasure of a man yes yeah 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 that's or what it money. is yeah, yeah it always looks like they're not they're not getting anything out of it but all the men are and yeah he's there for their benefit not the other way around but is there yeah. is there porn that exists that's more for the women or is it all I mean, I haven't researched that much, so I don't know. But I might be talking complete bollocks. But I we don't know. I just is. We used to sell DVDs by a woman director who made porn for women. Um, and it was like a woman-owned company. And yeah. It was Anna's fan. And it was supposed to be from, like, the point of view of, like, the woman having a nice, nicer time, I suppose. But... I haven't watched that it was very it's not like you get now like it was very soft and very like I don't know like everything you sort of see on like the free porn sites is just a, a world apart from those the DVDs of like way back yeah so I don't know whether there must be still people doing that sort of thing for um you know from a woman's point of view type situation yeah. but whether it gets searched that much, I don't know. That men aren't yeah. going on going, um, porn where women are actually enjoying themselves. <laughs> so I think <laughs> so I don't think that it's probably as popular. When you sold the DVDs, did women buy them or was it more men bought them? Or had they kind of gone out before you could really observe that? Uh, I think women did buy them. Um, you'd get the occasional man that would come in. Well, we had one actually, a guy. I think it was on <laughs> one of our more recent um, podcasts that we did. And we had this um, guy that came in who who was part of like a special needs group. Um, so he probably didn't have access to the internet. Yeah. So he, um, he, wa- he wanted this um, porno that... And he bought it, and then the next day he bought it back and wanted a refund on it, right? It was called Make Love to My Ass. And he said that it was too crude. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, you do get men out there that don't like this new, like, violent porn. Like, yeah, like, crazy that's going around. If it's called Make Love to My Ass, then I suppose you it would that does kind of give yeah well I gave them, it might I gave be quite them, nice yeah. but I gave them the refund it was a fair enough oh comment. you did it's called my, <laughs> yeah. my ass if it was called fuck my ass yeah yeah that's going to be crude if it's called yeah. make love to my ass you're expecting a little bit of romance involved and yeah. I'm guessing there wasn't otherwise you wouldn't have bought it back <laughs> <laughs> so, 
He wanted them to be wine and dine first. Yeah. Where was the dinner scene? They didn't even go for dinner. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. So so in your podcast, after you, you talk about the funny stories that you've experienced within, like, with different clients and everything, how many... How many episodes are you going to do? Are you going to keep going forever? Because <laughs> you must have seen so many things. <laughs> well, we're um, we're recording season three at the moment. So yeah. at the moment we're releasing season two. Um, yeah. We're recording season three. Um, and we're keeping it as like a six episodes per yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think we've got another, I think we've got season four planned yeah. as well. And then we're thinking of having guests. Oh, that Like a bit like what your, your kind of thing. Because we have yeah, had a few yeah. people that have said, can I come on your podcast? And it's oh, like, oh, it's not really like that, but it's a good way to go because we will eventually run out of the good stories. Yeah. Yeah. But that'd be, that's really like people... Yeah, especially people that have worked with us as well. Like, yeah. we've had some real characters work with us who obviously have been through the same thing. Yeah. And, but they have different perspectives. Um, so, I mean, they'd be great. There's, like, one woman called Monica, and she's, like, fabulous. Honestly, she's such an amazing woman. She's an older woman. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, her, her real-life stories are more insane than her shop stories (laughs) (laughs) did you have quite a high turnover of staff uh no actually we um we obviously had people come and go over the years but our um my last group of staff that have just made made redundant we we had them for years wow they've been with us for years yeah oh people don't leave yeah it's, it's that a good surprise me actually yeah it was a good it must nice be such a laugh. place yeah it's a laugh you know we're like chill we let people yeah. have cups of teas on the shop floor there's no like you can have a chat if there's no customers there I wasn't like one of those like bosses that are just controlling and like don't speak to each yeah. other do you know what I mean like I'm quite yeah. fair like just nice it was just a nice place weirdly to escape to was it a big yeah. shop? Uh, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. massive, no. What's it going to yeah. be? Do you know? It's just empty at the Home moment. It's shop. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really tragic walking past it. Yeah. Because um, it's just been ripped out. It's just completely empty. Um, and I don't know. I think the guy that owns the um, building, he... I think he wanted to convert it into um, like residential properties. Right. So who knows? Would you consider starting your own one? Or are you not really into that? Uh, I thought about it, but I just, I just don't enjoy it. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And the like high street like is dead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. But then I suppose... It is, but it must be nice to have somewhere to go to look at that kind of stuff, I guess, <laughs> rather than just ordering yeah. online. But I suppose it's whether that's enough to keep a shop open. Do you know what I mean? If you're getting enough people yeah. that want to do that. Yeah. That's the thing. I think, I think, it's got to be like, quiet. The reason why it worked was the, the personal touch. 
So yeah. would come in for that connection with someone who would listen to what's going on in your life or understand what it feels like to do this or, you know, like just having that human connection, which people don't get when they buy sex toys online. Yeah. Um, but I do understand entirely that it is, you know, it's so much easier and less embarrassing to people to just click a button and it gets delivered to your house. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it is that rapport that we had with our customers that generated the sales. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know whether, I don't know if it's a place for that sort of thing anymore because you can get sex toys in the pound shop now. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know, crazy. Well, there's this huge craze where the pound shop bought in like these little bullet things that were like similar to what we've been selling for ages. And because they're a quid, they literally sold out across the nation. Like people went absolutely mad for them because they were a quid. Yeah. What? What? What are they? What do they do? (laughs) Oh, it's just a clitoral stimulator. Oh, okay. Um, And like a little purse-sized one. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it in your purse, but like. Yeah. yeah, so it's just like a little discreet sort of sex For a toy. pound. For a pound, I know. Wow. Yeah. Um, what about a book? Have you considered writing a book? Well, we t- we've toyed with the idea over like, a, over a, a few years, maybe we should write it down. Yeah. Um, before podcasts were a thing. Yeah. Like, shall we write little memoirs? But, I think the direction that, well, I know personally I would like it to go in is something for TV because yes. the characters that we talk about, although after a description you can sort of picture like a funny little man or whatever, unless you visually see someone yeah. looking and behaving the way some of these people do, you know, you can't get a grasp on the, the strangeness of the whole yeah. situation. And so, I mean, Netflix, if you're listening. Oh, um, that'd be nice, wouldn't give, it? Give us a little yeah. show. <laughs> Ricky Gervais, if you're listening. Yeah. To this. Yeah. Sitcom. I doubt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a regular. Yeah. Yeah. And any talented writers as well. Like yeah. anyone who knows anything about writing a TV programme, please. <laughs> you can yeah. probably do it yourself. I mean, I don't. I haven't got a clue about stuff like that. But I just go for it. Do you know anyone that films? Well, do actually, yeah, I do can. actually know a videographer. Make a pilot. Video, so. If you make a pilot, then you've got something to send, and it, it doesn't really yeah. matter how it looks, does it? Because they'll obviously be able to just. They just want the idea of it. Yeah, that'd be so like exciting. Something. I know. Yeah. That's <gasps> I love it. So that's what I want, really. Yeah. Um, great idea and just to end i should have said this to you before really but is there any what's your favorite story like out of all the amazing stories you've had have you got anyone that's close to your heart (laughs) 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 for whatever reason or are there too many to choose from my uh is probably, um, I think it's the first episode of the first season um, of the guy who shit in the changing room. 
Oh, because I love shit. But it was was such a weird chain of events that... (laughs) It, you would have to have been there. Like people say to us all the time, that isn't real. And we're like, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> um, like, is, so the first time I saw this particular chat, he had ketchup completely covering his face. And I've never seen him before. So, I mean, that was weird in itself. But the weirdness was, I was like, oh, he's not around here because I haven't seen him and like yeah. we see everyone yeah um and then my second thought was he's got ketchup he's literally fucking all over his head <laughs> um and then he went away and I didn't think any more of it like yeah. at all and then literally a few days later he's coming to the store uh wearing a tracksuit asked to try on this really Lady Gaga-esque uh wet look bodysuit with a puff sleeve it was a bold statement I mean yeah for this <laughs> gentleman um and uh yeah so uh he tried that on and then he asked to try on a bra as well which is not like a weird occurrence yeah normal um and but when he left he left in like a floor length gypsy skirt instead of his tracksuit bottoms so we were like what the fuck I'm sure he wasn't wearing that. You know when you have to like double guess. You're like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he was. I would have noticed the skirt. Uh, and yeah, and he'd left his tracksuit bottoms in the changing room, and in it was an adult nappy filled with shit. Oh my god. Oh my yeah. god. Um, it was fucking. Inside, I, I, like I've cleaned some things out of the changing oh. rooms. I mean, oh, we God. we clear out vomit, um, fucking shit. Like, yeah, you know, we we clear up bodily fluids on the regs. Yeah, uh, but this was particularly uh, offensive. Um, wow. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that's the short version of that. Did he come back uh, after? Uh, he he didn't come back. He actually went to a Marks and Spencers and did. Uh, something extremely lovely to them as well. Oh. <laughs> so that's obviously just his thing then. <laughs> it's just his thing. It's just oh, his thing, yeah. God. And then and then just when you think you'll never see him again, I actually saw him in A and E uh when I had gone with my boyfriend at the time who'd been hiccuping for two weeks. Um <laughs> to to go and like get this issue sorted out I'm a face mad. <laughs> And then I could hear like this noise, like a sort of noise, and a, and then this this guy, the shitty nappy guy, just sort of like flies down the corridor with like a hospital regulation blanket tied around him like a cape. And I was like, that fucking bitch. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, oh, have my face. <laughs> What's your stuff? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mine's got to be the old gent. Oh, yeah. The old gent. Yeah, I love that one. I love it because it's so cute to start with. And it just takes a fucking nasty turn. Yeah. So this lovely, like, old gentleman who was about in his 80s, but dressed like sharp, 
as a knife. Like he had yeah. his suit on, this three piece suit, a, a hat, a little bow tie, a nice little shoe. He was so cute. It was so lovely, and he and he'd come in and be like, "Oh, if I was twenty years younger, ladies and stuff like that." And <laughs> you think, mate, you've got to be at least fifty years younger, yeah, yeah. And that, he'd always bring us like little sweeties and things like that. Like he'd get like a little, you know, old like sweet tin out of his pocket and be like, "There you go, darling." And you just like would yeah. be like, "Put your down." original, yeah, out of his pocket and yeah, <laughs> and. It, and this, um, and he bought he bought a cock ring, right? Which right. was cute. I was like, oh, look at him, wanting to impress the ladies <laughs> at his yeah, age in his retirement Lovely. complex. Yeah. Um, and then the next day he came back in, and I was like, oh, hi, how you doing? Like, lovely to see you again. Um, and he was like, oh, um, that thing I bought, it doesn't work. And I was like, oh, no, I'm really sorry about that. Have you got it with you? And he's like, yeah. So he pulls out this handkerchief, which I'm like, oh, he's wrapped it in a little hanky, like this, like, cotton hanky. So he starts, like, unfolding it. And then I held my hand out, and he drops it into my hat. And, I'm, <laughs> and as he's dropped it in my hand, I've realised that it wasn't the cock ring that I'd sold him. It was some, like, I mean, it looked as old as him, this thing. It was <laughs> mank. It was a piece of, like, plastic that was just broken and, like, had, like, black, like, fluff all over it. And, crust. like, I've, I've <laughs> crust. It was just horrible, This the state of this cock ring that he dropped into my hand. But, obviously, it was too late because it was in my hand. <laughs> So I just stood there and I was just like, this isn't the one that I sold you. And he's like, oh, isn't it? Oh, I thought it was. Are you sure? And I'm like, well, yeah, because uh, this isn't a brand new cock ring. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry about that, dear. And then takes it out of my hand, wraps it back up in the hanky. And I'm standing there for like probably oh. another 10 minutes after he left with my hand. <laughs> Just old man, just thinking, fucking hell, what has just happened today? Yeah, old man semen just crusted on your hand. I know, and I just wanted to dip my hand in like a vat of acid (laughs) to get the like disease off of it because I felt tainted. (laughs) I could honestly, I couldn't wash my hands enough. It still feels dirty now to this day, and that was about that was about seven or eight years ago. Oh my god! Well, yeah. Well done for surviving your. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on to talk to me. I can't. I've listened. I have listened to a few episodes of your podcast. It is absolutely hilarious. So I would recommend everyone to check it out. And I very much look forward to the new series. When season? How often are you releasing them? So when will season three come out? Um, I think season three, we're planning on coming out in like June, maybe. Yeah. So we've got, um, so on Thursday is the last episode of season two. Okay. Um, and then we're going to give it a, a couple of months so we can catch up on what we're yeah. recording and keep pe- people on the tenterhooks. Yes. Keeping the hooks <laughs> on, reeling in. Yeah. <laughs> we do like to do things on our socials. So sometimes we'll do like a live, like, Q&A and you know we love it when people drop us messages about dating and sex stories so we heavily encourage that 
yeah. if you want to follow us or um, drop us a DM at Two Girls One Shopcast, and we're on Twitter as well under the same name. So yeah, we love it. Brilliant. Well, I'll share everything and tag you and everything <laughs> so people can find you. Um, yeah. When um, we wanted to do start the podcast, so I used to do it with another girl, but we were going to be called Two Girls One Chat. Oh, well, that really? was one of the names that yeah oh. we'd but then um pit who put well helps me with the podcast was like no you've got to call it mum and mama he'd had it in his head for years that he wanted someone to do a podcast called mum like a parent to a mum to do a podcast called mum and mama so i was like yeah fair enough yeah it is a, it is a good <laughs> I'll name take that. Yeah. i mean it is a good name. Like quite a few what did Stu, Stu was like i mean um it, he was coming out with some of the worst ideas I've probably ever heard and I say this to him all the time he'll send me something I'm like no 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 thank you uh but then we came around to the two girls were all on that shop didn't we yeah so yeah I think it suits us but Stu does say two girls one cup like weirdly too often yeah, I bet he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's been lovely. Thank you so much. Well, thanks um, so much for having us. And hopefully yeah, one day I'll get to meet you in real life. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that would be when we're all allowed to get, get out. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely. I can't you. wait. <laughs> all right. Bye. 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 Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so if you go to any podcast platform and look for the Two Girls One Shop podcast, you can listen to their wonderful podcast um, where they have loads more funny stories. It's high, I highly recommend it. I hope you enjoyed that. If you want to talk to um, any, if you want to talk to me about anything that I discussed in the podcast, then please get in touch with me. I hope you're good. I'm good and I will see you next week where I'm going to do the um, girl porter. Sorry, I'm thinking of what else I need to tell you. Subscribe, share the podcast. Oh yeah, and if you've got any questions for me and the Epic Life Coach, Nikki, then please get in touch. Questions about parenting, single parenting specifically, how to deal with ex-partners and we will give you our worldly advice. Yeah, I hope you're good. Sun's out. Sun's out, bum's out. Hope you had a laugh at that. And take care. And I will see you next week. Work. Bye. Work. Work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.